1: Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
0: Welcome to another edition of Talking Real Money Daily. I'm Don McDonald, and once again, once again, apparently you've asked all your questions. You, because I don't get any calls. I have no calls. Thank goodness. I still have a couple of questions coming in through the website talking real Money.com where you can send your question in but you can also call it in and we'll put it on the podcast and i'll answer the question for you and it makes it a lot more fun so give us a call anytime 24 hours a day seven days a week at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 so today uh i've got a topic i want to talk about and i've got a question that came in and um then i'm also putting up the weekend podcast today so there'll be lots of stuff for you to listen to let's get started though i want to talk a little about millennials today we give millennials a hard time because they're the young ones you know you remember when we the baby boom we were young once yeah it seems like such a long time ago uh but now it's you know it's my kids my kids are pretty much all millennials i think yeah Yeah, let's see they fall in there yeah uh turns out that millennials may actually have the potential to be great investors you know we had a big bear market almost bear market it was down (laughs) like 19 point something percent so it was almost a bear market and it was really the first test of investing millennials ability to ride out the storms that happen in the stock market that will happen from time to time. And I was reading the story where was it? Washington post. And they, uh, they, they quoted a 35 year old doctor. And he said that when the market was going down, he was really worried and was closely watching his individual stock portfolio a bit too closely, uh, doctor. Can I call you Doc? Okay, Doc. I know you're you're really smart. You're a doctor, dude. You're very very smart. But a little advice for you: you're you're not a stock picker, Doc. Stop picking stocks, Doc. No stocks, Doc. Stick to being a great doctor. Make a lot of money there. Make a lot of people really healthy. And stop picking stocks, Doc. Okay. Get a diversified portfolio of index funds it's it it makes it easier anyway the doctor said he fought off the fear stayed invested and actually put even more into his individual stocks as the market declined because he had a quote 30-year plan it's 35 he has a 30-year plan smart the uh the Authors of the article checked with some brokerage firms to see how millennials were behaving. And at TD Ameritrade, they actually found that millennials hung in there. They were neither net buyers nor net sellers. They saved at about the same level. However, Fidelity looked through their numbers and they found that its millennial investors actually placed twice as many stock and stock mutual fund buy orders then sell orders so they were actually net positive investors and there's only you know, there's only a tiny little dark cloud and and it'll it'll lift with time and that's that under 35 there's a relatively low rate of investing in stock ownership but that's in large part because they have lots of debt there's a lot of school debt out there but it's at 41 percent but there's plenty of time for all of you millennials to get started and please when you do Remember the underlying message. You are less likely to panic out of your investments if you own an academically based, not guess based, diversified portfolio of global stocks and bonds, high quality U.S. government bonds, based on your personal risk profile. And if you don't know your personal risk profile, Go find out at Talking Real Money for free. Just take the risk quiz there. It's a no-obligation thing. It's no cost. It's really easy, and it really will help. So go check it out. And remember, give us a call, 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with your questions. Leave the question. I'll answer it here on the podcast. Next question comes online from David. David. And David says, I have been listening to your podcast for over six months and have never heard you mention long-term care planning slash insurance. What are your thoughts on long-term care products? Well, David, being the curmudgeon that I am, I think people are overinsured. The insurance companies are getting rich on our fears. Yes, you do have to think about long-term care. It is important, but there are ways to do it that don't involve buying long-term care insurance. I'll give you an example. If you're 60 years old today and you're thinking to yourself, "Ooh, I might need to cover myself in case I'm one of the, like, oh, what is it? It's about 15% of seniors who will end up in a nursing home for more than five years. Remember, the average of those who go in is two. And the majority, it's not the majority that go, I mean, about half will go into a nursing home at some point, but the average is about two years for many, many, many. It's much, 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 much shorter. The five-year figure is about one in seven or so last I saw. So you're playing odds. You, you That's life. Life is playing odds. So right now I did a little checking and I could find a relatively decent, Long-term care policy at 60 years old for a little over $2,000 a month. And that will cover me in my old age. Uh, you know, it's about 100000 a little over $100,000 a year that they cover. Uh, and most people, very few people last more than five years. It's rare. So what's your alternative? Well, what if you took that same... Two thousand, and let's just go to with two thousand, two thousand a month at sixty, and you you figure you're not going to get into it going to a nursing home probably until you're like eighty or eighties. Let's say let's say eighty and be conservative, that's twenty years away, right? You put two thousand dollars into a portfolio of really super safe portfolio of laddered CDs let's just say laddered CDs so you can get at them when you go into long-term care and you keep rolling that ladder along going out maybe 5 years right cuz you you're planning for a 5-year stay so you got 5-year CDs average rate on that going to be somewhere in the 3% range but I'm going to go conservative and say exactly 3%. $2,000 a month, 3% for 20 years, you do it every month for those 20 years and uh-oh, you're in a nursing home. How much money is in those CDs? $660,000. $660,000. You paid the same. Why is this the case? Because insurance companies don't magically print money. They have to make a profit. They have to pay out claims and, huh, you could just self-insure with that same 2000 a month, except in the most extraordinary of extraordinary circumstances. And remember, as much as you don't plan to use it and shouldn't plan to use it, if everything falls apart, you go totally broke, there is a safety net called Medicaid that will catch you. I really don't like the long-term care business, either the, the hybrid insurance products that are just another gimmick to get some salesman and an insurance company rich off of you. They're gimmicky. It's all gimmicky stuff. There's no magic pill that you can take that's going to save you from all the horrible things that life throws at you. You can't do it. You can't insure against everything. Heck, I probably wouldn't. I'm telling you, if I didn't have to carry it for a mortgage, I would not carry the kind of insurance coverage I carry on my house. I just would not. When was the last time a house, a relatively modern, well built house, burned to the ground? It just, we don't have candles anymore or natural gas piped into our lights. I'm sorry, I'm ranting again. Don't like the insurance industry very much. Just don't like it. Uh, they make a lot of money and you don't. That's <laughs> their that's their entire system. That's really it in a nutshell. So uh if I had my druthers and I do, um I'm gonna self insure. And by the way people who bought these long-term care policies years ago and thought their premiums would never go up and they'd always be covered they were in for a rude awakening when it turned out these guys were paying out more in premiums than they thought they would and the policy costs have gone up they've had policies canceled it's just it's what what happens to people is just awful it's not like the insurance companies say oh hey uh we made a mistake we'll cover that okay it's all right really it's on us you just go to the nursing home. We'll take care of you. No, they're not in business to do that. 855-935-TALK. That's our number, 855-935-8255. And I thought since I mentioned it, that I would, one of the things, I uh, the, the term, the concept that I'd like to cover today real quickly is this concept of laddering because a lot of people don't get it. You can ladder bonds, but it's really easy to ladder CDs because remember, certificates of deposit at banks as long as you don't exceed a quarter of a million dollars at any one bank are covered you will not lose your money so it's very safe the only downside is the longer the maturity the harder it is to get the money out you may suffer a penalty for taking it out early that's why we ladder So let's say you're looking at a five-year time frame. You want your money to be absolutely safe. In case something happens, though, you want to be able to take a little bit out along the way to cover expenses over that five-year period. So what you do is you have six months' worth of possible need in a liquid account like a money market fund. Then you put a portion in a – well, actually, keep a year's worth. I'm going to make this ladder easier. Keep a year's worth in your liquid account, your money market. Then you take, of the money that's left, you put a quarter of it, not a quarter of it, 20% of it into a one-year CD, 20% into a two-year CD, 20% into a three-year CD, 20% into a four, 20% into a five. Go shop for them. You can get them at brokerage firms. You can go to bankrate.com, find the best rates. Then here's the trick. The minute... The one-year CD comes due. You immediately don't say, well, I think interest rates might go up a little bit. No, do not do that. Do not do that. Immediately roll it into the best interest-bearing five-year CD you can find. And just keep doing that. Simple. All right, then. That's it for this one. I'm going to go uh, put these two podcasts up online and, of course, encourage you to call with your questions at 855-935-TALK. The other thing I'd like to encourage you to do is go to talkingrealmoney.com because there's fun stuff to do there. Some people have written in saying, well, how do I check on my broker? Well, we've got a link to go to the SEC uh, Advisor Check website. I don't know if we have a link for broker check, the FINRA one, but it's broker check. Look that up. Uh, we also have a lot of other links to f- cool things that you might need, including our risk quiz, which is free, no obligation. And something we just started a, a month or so ago is en- uh, advisor appointments that you can just make online anywhere in the country. And we'll meet with you either by phone or video. We- you don't need to be in the Seattle area. And we'll help you out with your money stuff with no cost or obligation. Now, we will not become your advisor for life for free. That would just be a bad business model. But we will help you out because the firm I work for, Vestry, Tom and I founded it, and we founded it based on educating everybody. Because we knew that if we educated everybody, even people who didn't become clients, that it's very likely, and we found this is actually the case, it works, that the people we help go to their friends and they say, yeah, they really helped me out and they weren't pushy and they weren't obnoxious and they didn't try to sell me anything. And uh, you really, you know, because you have friends, you know, they need help, right? You, you really need help. And these guys are, are very good. They will help you because we're, we're pretty good at what we do. So go check it out. Talkingrealmoney.com. All of those things are right there in a non-threatening environment without any sales pressure stuff. All right. Tell a friend about the podcast. Subscribe, particularly through Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And oh, please, Tom and I would both appreciate it if you take a second and go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and click on the stars. At least that. I mean, if you're feeling Thoughtful, write a little quick review but at least click on the stars thanks so much thanks for listening to talking real money i am don mcdonald
1: talking real money Other programs that say something similar, Talking Row Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit money.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?